Industry-leading, difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. What does it mean to be locally owned and operated? For Cenex, it means everything. It means that we know if you take your coffee to go or if you like to stay a while. It means we've helped Little Leagues get jerseys and local festivals get funding. It means we know what our communities need. So you'll always leave Cenex with a full tank, full of snacks, or full of smiles. Or all of the above. And that means the world to us. Cenex. Powered locally. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Stay hungry. Stay humble. I'm hungry. I'm humble with defeat, and I'm gonna remain humble with victory. This is it, right? Saudi Beyonce Productions. I just wanted to go on a great boxing masterclass and also show the sweet science of this lovely sport. Man, the first time was so nice, I had to do it twice. I'm prepared to the best of my capability and I pray that I get a win. Look at him, I love Mike Tyson, how he came into the game on some different kind of vibe. You know what I mean, man? It takes a crazy man to want to fight, you know what I mean, day in, day out. It's a hardcore sport, as you said, no silk shoes. Good morning, what up, what up? Hey, ladies and gents, thank you for joining me early in the morning. Sunday morning, spontaneous morning after show. You know, the morning after the big Joe Joyce and Carlos Tackham fight, we got some good news to talk about this morning. We could have attached it to our evening show today at 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget to check out Ringside Reporter at 6 p.m. Before you check us out at 7 p.m., check out my man Joe Habib and Eric Lorda over there putting it in. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel as we are trying to grow. And if you don't know, now you know we're at 127,637 subscribers. Shout out to you and you and actually the other two of you that just subscribed because now we're at 127,639 Yes, yes, yes. Now listen. <laughs> Truth be told, um, only the people in the chat know that I'm late. So the actual live listeners that are like tuning in this very moment and the people that are listening around the world on playback, they wouldn't know that I was late. But I'll tell you, it's a podcast. It isn't just a boxing show, you know? We get personal and in-depth over here, so... I'll tell you why I was late. I scheduled the show for 10.45, thinking I was going to start at that time, and then I received the phone call, you know what I mean? And you know how it is when you get those phone calls, and it's business, you know what I mean? It's business, because you got to understand, we have a huge opportunity here, huge opportunity. Shameless plug, yes, a huge opportunity, because on August 14th, we will be streaming live to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice, where you will be able to see Lorenzo Truck Simpson and Darren DeGiff Cunningham in a co-main event with Hendry Martinez, who's trained by Ken Porter. Did I forget to say that 
Chuck Simpson is trained by Calvin Ford, the same trainer of Javonta Tang Davis, who is said to be in the building. And Darren Agif Cunningham is promoted by DHP, Devin Haney Promotions. And you heard Bill last night. He is going to be in the building. ATL's own Quartavius Cash of the contender is going to also fight on the card. Najee Lopez fight on the card. Amir Mason and... Omari Jones. Don't forget, Shamal Canal is on this card. So, whoa, it is going to be a fantastic card. And this is an opportunity for you as a small business or business in the DMV area because these fighters, I mean, Lorenzo, he's from the DMV, right? He's trained by Calvin Ford. So that's the, the, the Baltimore, Maryland area. Darren Cunningham's been fighting and selling out in Atlanta for so long. So this is a fantastic opportunity for anyone that needs to get some eyeballs on their business, on their social media, on, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever your YouTube channel. This is an opportunity. I got to talk to my man, Fred, man, from Barbershop Conversations. This is an opportunity for him to promote his movie uh, to a crowd of 90 8% males and your audience. Uh, this is a fantastic opportunity. So if anyone is interested, please hit me up on DM because this is the only way you're going to be able to watch these fights and this video will live forever. The playback will be there. These fights are forever. If Chuck gets a, a Manny Pacquiao-like stoppage, it's right here that you can see it. But now back to our regularly scheduled program. And we're going to be talking the heavyweight division as it was the only real news that took place yesterday, the only action. Uh, and because of that, um, we have some information for you. Joe Joyce's manager, Sam Jones, has said that they'd welcome a fight versus Luis Ortiz. Joe Joyce obviously stopped Carlos Tackham in the sixth round, hurt him with the first punch. It was kind of like a, a left hook and then put it on him until the referee jumped in. A lot of people weren't exactly happy with the stoppage, but the truth is that Joyce was just landing unanswered punches. I mean, you can't be Carlos Tackham just taking shots and expect for the fight not to be stopped. Like, you have to throw back. And and there was an occasion where he might have threw one or two punches, um, but it just wasn't enough. And it's an unfortunate situation because he was doing pretty well up until that time. Uh, he was giving Joe Joyce a pretty good fight. I think there's a bit of a blueprint now, uh, even though Carlos is very awkward and, and has long, long arms. But that being said... Uh, fantastic fight, but 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 Joyce is now or does now get to move forward, and because of that, his manager is saying that they'd welcome a fight with Luis Ortiz, who I think is right for the taking. You know, Luis Ortiz. Now I don't know that Joyce will get the credit because people love to put Luis Ortiz on this high high pedestal, uh, but I think that there may be some haters and naysayers that are going to call Luis Ortiz old when Joe Joyce beats him. But I will be picking Joe Joyce to beat Luis Ortiz. Now, I think it's a fantastic fight. Um, and I'm only picking Joyce because I think he's like the 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 the, the, the liver guy, the, the little fresher, right? Um, but I think that if Tackham can land those shots, I think Lewis can land those shots. Now, Tackham was in all... Uh, 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 orthodox fighter so he had success with his hook I mean Lewis would be in the southpaw position and you know he would be having to land a right hook it may not work out that well but Lewis is high level you know high level fighter uh tons of amateur fights you know a great matchup I I really hope that you know Sam Jones can get this done. He does have some sort of affiliation with Mayweather Promotions. Obviously, you know, he was the one to bring Savannah Marshall to the U.S. and hook her up with Mayweather. And she had a contract with Mayweather until she got out of that and, you know, started training with Peter Fury and, you know, ended up with Matchroom. So, you know, very good opportunity here 
for the boxing fans. And I think for Sam Jones and uh, Sam Boxing, you know, Joe Joyce, there's an opportunity to get all the hardcore fans on your side. Because a lot of hardcore fans, you know, a lot of us, we like Luis Ortiz, you know. There's going to be some haters. There's going to be some wilder haters, right, that like to diminish Luis Ortiz because they don't want to uh, give Wilder his credit. But, the you know, the decent boxing fans, we like Luis Ortiz. We think he's a good fighter. We think, uh, we think he's a good fighter. And uh, we, we, we like to see him in fights with, with the top. And, you know... We just want that to happen. That's just the bottom line. And and if if they can do that with Sam Jones and 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 Joe Joyce, we will be happy. We won't diminish anything. Um, I think that Joyce is very tall, very long, and it's going to cause uh, Ortiz some issues. But again, at the same time, I think Ortiz is. I might get heat for this, but I don't know, right? Like, light years of ahead of Tackham. I mean. Again, and Tackham had wild success yesterday. That was a, a great performance for Tackham. But you know what? Poor performance on your part. How could there only be 31 thumbs up and two thumbs down? Like, geez. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Louise, what? Because you don't like the matchup? You're hitting the thumbs down button? Like, what is going on? I mean, you guys that really support this show, you can't allow these type of things to happen. You have to be hitting that thumbs up, Brandon, Will Lynch, Big Tom, Steve in Chicago, Steve in the UK. You got to hit the thumbs up. Don't let the haters win, man. We're trying to grow out here. You see, I'm working like seven days a week, grinding nonstop, hands in all sorts of cookie jars, trying to get TBV all the way to the top. We can't let these negative people bring us down, man. When, you, when you're waiting in the queue, hit that thumbs up button, man. It helps with the visibility of the show. It's going to let this episode get in the eyes of other boxing fans that can turn into potential listeners and or callers who can give their opinion by calling into the show right here at 1-425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Always been, always will be. We take the heat around here. We do not mind the harsh words. I'm opening up my back Skype for all my content creators uh, who are available to jump in here and rock out with me. I got the phone lines, Liddy, for all of my callers and listeners around the world that want to get in on this particular matchup. Matchup Sundays, courtesy of Sam Jones. I, I reached out to Sam. I reached out to Sam Jones and uh, I was trying to get him on the show. I got to check my messages in case he answered, but last I checked, he didn't. Let me check my WhatsApp uh, because, uh, yeah, man, I wanted, to, I wanted to get him on here. Nope, he hasn't checked it, man. Let me, let me be direct. I send him a voice message. And I'll, and I'll provide him all the linkage. Uh, but once again, man, hit that thumbs up button, man. Don't let these negative uh, people win. We, we must keep this show the number one boxing podcast in the world. Number one on iTunes. Uh, more five stars reviews than any contemporary and only you can keep us there by continuing to drop us a five star review continuing to t tell the world how uh, consistent we are we may not be the best but we're definitely consistent uh, amongst the rest right and uh, we're here we're here you know we you may not like what we say but we're here to debate what we say at the very least and you can debate whatever's on your mind Express your frustrations. What do you think about this matchup? Is this the perfect fight for Joe Joyce? 
um, is this an opportunity for Luis Ortiz to get back in the mix? I mean, think about what happens to the career of Luis Ortiz if he can get a win over Joe Joyce. It's like a, a complete revision of his career. Like he's revived all over again. He's back. You know, he's in title contention because, you know, Luis Ortiz, um, he's... He's, I mean, well, 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 Joe Joyce is, is already uh, in the position for a title shot, right? So, you know, if Ortiz can beat Joyce, then that really sets him up. It lines him up, man. But, uh, you know, question is, will, will Sam Jones really take this fight? Um, that's what we need to see. And that's why I was trying to get him on the show. Uh, but I'm going to send him the live link. And maybe if he sees what we're talking about, he'll jump on. Yes, sir. But uh, we are talking Joe Joyce. Not necessarily his win over Tackham, but obviously to get here, we had to get through Tackham. And now Sam Jones, his manager, is saying no problem to the Joe Joyce-Lewis Ortiz fight, which uh, I think is a great heavyweight fight that, you know, should happen, should happen, politics aside. Um, and I, I don't know that there are any politics. I mean, BT... Or rather, should I say, Frank Warren, who Joyce may be with. Um, I'm pretty sure he, he signed to Warren when he got the uh, Dubois fight. Um, they do business with PBC. They've done the Wilder pay-per-view. Uh, they do business with Top Rank. Um, so, you know, that's not... I don't think this is a hard fight to make. And if you're Luis Ortiz... You know, you're running out of options on PBC. I mean, I guess they can give you to or to Ruiz. And then it's a common opponent with Wilder. So I can see why Luis Ortiz may be valuable to PBC at this time. Maybe they're looking at it like, hell no, we cashing him out against Andy Ruiz. We're not giving him to you. You know, that could be a possibility. Remember, they got Andy Ruiz over there and they got Wilder. They need to feed those two animals. But, Amilcar, what up? What is going on, Nesta, my brother? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, man. Happy you know, Sunday. Uh, my church is in session, the church of boxing. Let's go. Of course. Amen, yeah, no. amen, amen, amen. Yeah, no. So, uh... I saw the topic. It's very intriguing. Potential mm -hmm. matchup. Um, you know, we would like to see Joe Joyce in there against somebody of note because it's going to be a minute before he's in there with Fury or Wilder or Joshua or AJ because, you know, AJ doesn't touch a fight unless there's a mandatory uh, rematch up in that contract. So uh, if he beats Usyk, he's going to be hopefully taking on the winner of Wilder against Fury. Uh, that fight will probably have a mandatory a rematch in it. And then if he loses to Usyk, well, he's going to get some get back against Usyk in the rematch. So rather than just have Joe Joyce die on the vine because he is up there in age, you know, uh, might as well start throwing some names out there to get him back in the ring pretty soon. No, Ness? Yeah, I mean, how sure, or whether not sure, but how? what's the probability of this fight happening? You know, you think this is just good PR on Sam Jones's part? Obviously, we, I mean, Luis Ortiz, hate him or love him, we want to see him in the ring. He produces decent fights on the high level. Um, or am I lying? Is no, he a snooze I fest? Mean, I, I, uh... I've never had an issue with, with Luis Ortiz. Um, you know, he did obviously have that alleged uh, PED use, but I felt like the uh, justification for his use of that drug was pretty, I would say, believable. Wow. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. The was, blood it pressure? Was, you talking about the blood pressure excuse? 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's got high blood pressure. You know, for those of you who are of African descent, like me and my brother Ness, uh, you do know that, you know, it does kind of run high sometimes in our families. Um, you know, I have uh, that particular issue in, in my family. I don't have it yet, you know, touch wood. But um, a lot of people do. Uh, if you're of a Caribbean background, African-American background, it's pretty common for high blood pressure to run in your family. Um, not necessarily this young, you know, in your late 30s or early 40s, but I'm not going to say it's not somewhat believable that the brother has high uh, blood pressure. You know, blood pressure, and you know, like Caribbean food's pretty salty. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, pretty. I, I wouldn't high call food. it salty. I would call it full of flavor. Full of flavor. There you go. So. Uh, you know, he's got to watch that. You know, got to watch those seasonings because those seasonings are high in salt typically. Mm. You know, you got to eat clean. Maybe go to a plant-based diet like myself. You know, I could help him out with that if he's if he's interested. But I'm also not one of these people that subscribes to the whole Luis Ortiz is like 50-year-old nonsense. Yeah, um, me neither. I mean, Never did. Personally, I'm just going to keep it real. Like, you had a guy call in and say that I'm always trying to make stuff racial. Well, I'm not usually. Um, and I find that funny from someone who just flippantly uses the N-word against my people regularly. But I digress. Uh, I mean, pretty much what you're saying when you're talking about Luis Ortiz not being 42. And to me, he looks like a 42-year-old black man. Like, mm. there are plenty of 42-year-old brothers I see around ah. the neighborhood that, that look around kind of like Luis Ortiz does. But what you're essentially saying is that, you know, these Caribbean countries... You know, they they don't really know how to record keep. Like, you can't really believe a a birth certificate from Cuba or a passport from Cuba. And I'm just not yeah. gonna. I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna subscribe to that. I'm sorry. Well, well, well. I mean, that's that's pretty common. You know, they defect, so it's like you know, you get to tell America whatever the hell you want. Like, you don't come with. You don't defect with papers and 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 proof. I, I do get that, but at the same time, he was an amateur. You know what I mean? He was entering into yes, amateur for a country, country for a country yeah. that loves gold medals and loves to be dominant. So yeah, I mean, come on, bro, you ain't play little league baseball and see some fucking big ass kids. You know how these coaches are. People want to win. Life is about winning. And yeah. some people, as you can see in our no. own sport, as you can see in our own sport, some people do anything to win. Some use PDs to win. You know what I mean? I agree, I agree with what you're saying, but what country cheats more than the United States? Russia. No. What? No. The United States. The United States. <laughs> I mean, do you not remember Lance Armstrong and the USPS uh, cycling team? I mean, I mean but that's one I, guy. That, that's no, one guy know. when you're what talking about a team. Russia's... What about Marion Jones? Again, what, what you're talking what, individuals. Example, what what about Major League Baseball? I hear you, but you're still oh, listen to me. You're like, still come on, bro. Listen, you're still giving individual examples. Like no one tops Russia. Their team pop. That means the the government is on board. The coaches are on board. Like we need you to beat. We need our country to look dominant. Everybody jump on this shit. Come on, bro. Look, I concede. You know, obviously, Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire were Russians. So, you know. Again, individuals. You got me on that one. You got me on that one, bro. (laughs) Look, we're all seriousness. I understand what you're saying. You're saying there's a difference between kind of state-sponsored cheating and the individual cheating that kind of takes place. I'll repeat what I said because you took your headphones off. Yeah. You're saying that there's a difference between kind of state-sponsored cheating yes. as alleged to have taken place in Russia and the individual cheating in the United States. But you also got to remember that sports in the United States is set up as a do-or-die, everyone's-out-for-themselves individual endeavor. You don't have amateur athletes, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, where it's their full-time job to represent the United States uh, in sports, you know, so it's a little bit different. But all I'm saying is that the United States ain't, you know, allergic to cheating. Like, there's a lot of cheating in the United States, you know, and that goes into sports. It goes into politics. It goes into corporate America. Um, 
you know, it goes into what I do. Like I got my little public school teacher shirt on t- this today. And, you know, uh, recently in, in the news here in New York, you know, there was principals accused of like, uh, what was it? Like doctoring like state test results and stuff and like losing their jobs and shit over it. So cheating is cheating, bro. All I'm saying is that to me, Luis Ortiz looks like a 42 year old. Uh, he don't really look that much older than that. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Nah, I mean, look, if we're going off looks, I don't think he looks as old as people make him out to see be. I, I've been yeah. in the gym with him. I've I've stood next to him. I've watched him work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he looks or 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 moves or acts his age, or rather the age that he's perceived to be. Um, but that that's the thing. Like, will your boy Joe Joyce get credit or will, you know, uh, the same people that diminish Luis Ortiz now and say, who has he beat? And he's only lost to Wilder. Uh, you know, will they give Joe Joyce the credit? Uh, I think that... Huh. I think that reasonable, objective observers of the sport will give him credit if he puts on a impact... Imp- emphatic performance like where he's utterly dominant of them because other than wilder and let's be honest wilder wasn't really dominant until he got the ko i mean both times they were dominating ko's but the overall performance from beginning to end wasn't necessarily dominating i would say uh so if you could come out as joe joyce and just get that hammer fist jab going juggernaut style you know marvel super villain style and just walk him down and eat punches like he usually does and then just he kind of overwhelm Luis Ortiz and get the KO I, I think that he should get some credit for that you know I think he should get as much credit as anyone could get for beating Luis Ortiz at this stage uh, there are other people I think that would be more natural opponents uh, for him uh, I think Dillian White would be a great opponent because to me the third place slot amongst British heavyweights is like disputable, you know? Um, And I think that that would be a great opportunity to be next man up, you know? Yeah, I would love this fight. I would really love this fight. But what about my theory that Al won't do it because he'll just advise Lewis like, yeah, you can fight Joe Joyce, but I'm trying to set you up with Andy Ruiz because they would rather cash out a common opponent with Wilder to their first Mexican former heavyweight champion uh, that was, you know, unified so they can further build that Wilder-Ruiz fight. Because if Wilder and Ruiz fight without a title, we'll watch it the way we watched Joe Joyce and Tackham. So, (laughs) you know, why not cash him out to Ortiz? Excuse me, Ruiz. Ruiz Ruiz-Ortiz. Ruiz-Ortiz. That's something that's been rumored for a while now. Ruiz makes sense. Uh... The thing with you guys will probably remember that he was actually signed to Matchroom before and was just kind of shelved, and people thought that they just acquired him and shelved him to keep him away from AJ. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I'll never know if that's true or not. But Luis Ortiz has not really been that active and really gotten a lot of shots other than the Wilder fights, which were good shots that he didn't capitalize on. Um, so if you're him, you got to think of, huh, do I stick with PBC and hope that they put me in as the B side? Cause that's what it would be against, you know, um, maybe, maybe, a, a, a Ruiz or even maybe a Kaunaki if he gets past Hellenius. Um, or do you try to test the waters over there with, with Queensbury and, you know, see what it do against Joe Joyce? Um, I don't. I think you're using the wrong words uh, when interpreting or assuming what Ortiz would do. I don't think he would use the word maybe. I think he would say to himself, "Damn, do I take the Joe Joyce fight or do I sit and wait for Al to give me, you know, Ruiz or someone?" Because I think he's sure that he's gonna get something from them. no one's been able to move Luis Ortiz like Al Heyman. Remember, he was a fighter that was disgruntled with Golden Boy, 
tested positive in the Latif Coyote fight uh, with Golden Boy and then was cast away. Uh, came back, got fights with Al. Uh, then Matchroom signed him for a three-fight deal to keep him away from Anthony Joshua. He popped again, claimed blood pressure. Who took him back with open arms? Al again rebuilt him, gave him the tune-ups he needed, plus the fight with Wilder, then blessed him yet again when he turned down the $7 million offer on five weeks' notice to Anthony Joshua with a pay-per-view. I don't think his words are maybe. I think he knows he going to get Ruiz if if that's what's on the table or, like you said, Kornaki, Hellenius rematch. Uh, I think he knows also what he gets paid regardless. You know, like, he knows if it's a Hellenius, Kornaki, what he should get, and he knows if it's a Ruiz Wilder, he'll be getting more or possibly on pay-per-view. Um, I think Joyce and his team have to really shake a tree to get that fight because, I mean, Luis Ortiz... I mean, again, I keep telling you guys, like, why would Jamal Charlo not listen to Al? Like, how old is he? 30, and he's a millionaire multi set for life. Like, why wouldn't you listen? I would do that. I'm just laughing at something that one of your moderators said in the chat. Mm, what they saying? Something about me having kids, black kids, dress up as as slaves during Black oh, History that's, Month. That's Bo. <laughs> that's Bo and Bama. Yeah, he's been going hard on you with the with the. He, I guess he's one of those guys that you said. I'm the type of teacher I am. I'm the type of teacher that when kids are wearing Hamilton t-shirts around my school, I'm telling them that this dude that you're wearing a t-shirt of and that Lin-Manuel Miranda with his stupid In Your Heights uh, little movie that's out right now with no black people in it, I'm telling these kids wearing Hamilton t-shirts that this man Hamilton was killing off indigenous people and enslaving Africans. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but I digress. I guess, I guess, I guess, if you have anything bad to say about Deontay Wilder, you're no longer a black man. Nah, uh, nah, he's he's definitely not. He's definitely not coming at you for Wilder. He uh, he's one of the people you talked about uh, earlier when you said not. You know, the people think you bring up race, so that's why he said that. I know, I know that he's over. Like I've been seeing his comments. I seen that one. I was talking about somebody else with that one. I was talking about somebody else who's. Use of the N word is way yeah, too. Yeah, I know, flippant. I know. That was Georgia you were talking about. Believe me, man, I, my ears all the way on the street. Okay, <laughs> I, know, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about. But I'm talking about the last comment you mentioned about the the kids in in class. I've been read that. That was Bo and Bama, uh, oh. which which I can assure you doesn't disagree. Who's, who's race baiting? When would I? When have I ever race baited? I mean, I have said that I think Top Rank is a racist promoter. The way they promote fights. So remember, remember, you're you're on a podcast, even though it's a video. So uh, you have to let the audience that will listen in the future know that you're addressing someone in the comments by saying who's a race beta, right? Someone just said that to you. Yeah, yeah, the same guy. Uh, you're one of your moderators with the wrench, Bamabo. Yes, says that yes. he doesn't like race. I don't think I've ever race baited, but I mean. I, maybe we have a different definition of race baiting. If I see people using uh, a race um, and I speak about it, like I don't really think that's race baiting. Or if I see a, a promoter like Top Rank that only seems capable of promoting people in a cookie cutter approach that appeals to some kind of patriotic nationalism, and I call that out because. It, it harms fighters like Rigando who don't fit into that cookie cutter approach. Uh, yeah, I mean that that's that's the facts. But you know, whatever. I mean, don't bring up my kids and bring up slavery and this other, the other stuff because I think that's more race baiting to be honest. But it is what it is. Yeah, like, man, you gotta but, you gotta learn. Sometimes you can't uh, feed into everyone in the chat, even a mo- fucking headphones, even a moderator because. There is a viewing public uh, and listening public, right? That they don't even know. We are privy to the chat, so I, I sometimes I just say, I, sometimes I ignore some of the stuff that will take the show in a different direction. All right? Okay. Let's get back to let's get back we to. We got the, Will to the Lynch. Yeah. Let me get this super chat from Will Lynch. I remember when I thought Will Lynch was fake because of that name, right? Uh, but. 
It's not. He says, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Wilder the last rated guy that Ortiz fought? If Ortiz fights anyone who can get him a payday like Joyce, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I, I like the Joyce fight. I just don't know that Heyman is going to let Joyce retire Luis Ortiz rather than let Ortiz attempt to try that, right? Look, I agree. Uh, and I agree with something you said earlier before I jumped on, which is that if you look at Luis Ortiz's career, now is the time to kind of jump on it. Absolutely. Because Let's be honest, he's destroyed guys that he's supposed to destroy, but he's also gone the distance with guys like Christian Hammer, mm -hmm. and that was pretty recently. I mean, uh, to, 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 to just to play know, devil's he, advocate there, Maestro, you know that the only person to make Christian Hammer quit, because no one's ever stopped him, but the only person to make him quit is Tyson Fury. Yeah. I agree, but he also went the distance with Malik Scott. I'm just saying that... No, but that's gets, what I'm saying, that, like, you can't... dis. What I'm trying to say is you can't discredit Lewis for going 12 with, with Christian. No, I'm not dissing. I'm saying, I'm saying, though, that Christian Hammer's a known tough guy, and I think it's safe to say that Joe Joyce is also a known tough guy in terms oh. of his ability... To, okay. to, to take shots. We were both calling that and seeing that yesterday on your live, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm saying that pretty much I don't think there's a risk of Joe Joyce getting knocked out necessarily by Luis Ortiz the way that, you know, a Travis Kaufman or a Razman uh, Kajonu or an Alexander Flores got knocked out because he takes care of guys like that, as he should. But... You know, when he gets up there of the level above that with a Christian Hammer or a Malik Scott, like fights can go to distance. So I don't think there's any reason is what I'm saying. I'm getting long winded here as I do sometimes, but that there's a reason for Joe Joyce to avoid this fight in any way is what I'm trying to say or his yeah. team. Yeah, I think they need to. I mean, the best way to get it done is make an offer, though. You know, they got to make an offer because uh, they're probably going to need Ortiz to go over there then it won't be able to do this in America. So they have to make an offer, you know. Um, they can't expect Lewis to reach out, which he may. He may. He has, you know, in the past. His team has reached out uh, across the pond when when there were opportunities. Um, they definitely were conversating with, with Team AJ, and that's why they received that $7 million offer. Uh, they eventually didn't take it, though. Um, so that's... That's that that that's that 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 alliance, man. That loyalty that that Heyman has with these guys, and you know, I don't know that I, I don't know that it that it bothers me because it's like he. May, I mean, if you can guide me to the millions, bro, why wouldn't I keep listening? You know what I mean? That's just that's, that's how I look at it. Like, fuck fuck dollars. If you could tell me right now, like, yo. They call me maestro because I could get you to a million subs. What? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's how I look at it, man. I mean, and then if you prove that and you like, yo, I'm going to get you now to 1.2. And then one point, it's like, yo, I got to keep listening. So it's unfortunate for us as boxing fans because, but again, I don't mind neither fight. If you give me Joe Joyce, Luis Ortiz, and, or Al says no, and he gives us Ruiz Ortiz. I'm still a very happy boxing fan. I might, and and, and I know I'm gonna go fall into my bubble bias uh, for those that think I am, but I might enjoy Ruiz versus Ortiz more. You know, I think both yep. of them bring the. I'm sorry to be long winded. I think both Ortiz Ru, Ruiz and Joyce bring the same thing, which is more activity than Luis Ortiz. So they're going to make the fight uh, in that fight with Ortiz. I think that there are a number of scenarios that are win-win scenarios uh, for a bunch of different people um, in kind of, kind of the combinations of these fights. Mm -hmm. You're talking about that level just below, you know, where the elite is right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say whether or not you like or dislike Joshua Fury or or Wilder that right now that's the elite of the heavyweight division uh it's unclear whether Usyk is in that particular 
mix, but he's getting a fight with that mix. Mm. Um, just below that, we've got Dillian White, Joe Joyce, Luis Ortiz, Andy Ruiz. And um, I think that any combination of those guys fighting each other is going to be an entertaining fight. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's... it. it you can't really complain if any of those guys fight one another, mm. you know? What's the fight? Well, I, I don't even want to be negative, man. And anyway, we got Kovnaki and uh, and then and, and, uh, Helenia's rematch, so I won't even interject them into the equation and say that, you know, one of those guys will get Ruiz or Ortiz because both of those guys, one would be losing and the other would be just coming off a fight. You know, we would have to wait too long, so... You know, the obvious fight is Ruiz, who his trainer, Eddie Reynoso, announced is back in September, which is creeping. It's creeping. It's right there. We're, 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 I mean, we're 55 days away from September 18th, which is the alleged Canelo date. So we need some announcements pretty soon. But um, Big Gucci Nick, let me know uh, via message or something. Uh, uh, unmute if you want to talk. If not, seems like we got no callers. Uh, Sunday, everybody at church or at the beach. That's where my girl wants to go, but I want to work. It's not. It's not a night. It's not a nice day out here in New York City. Mm. And I, I rain, pulled a, rain or gloomy. Just kind of. I'll show you, bro. It's, that's kind of what it looks like. You know what that is, right? I do not. That's Yankee Stadium, fam. Oh my God! You live that close to Yankee Stadium, dude. Yeah. Oh, so, man. I hope you don't have a car. You must not be able to move that thing. That's why I ride bikes and take the subway. And then, oh, man. That's you know, why you look so healthy. Uh-oh. I pedal around, too, uh, on, a, on a bicycle. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, nah, it's gloomy and humid. Not really a day to really go out and do anything. Um, okay. We got a little community pool out here in the park nearby. I go there sometimes. But now's not a day for it. So here I am with the boxing voice, man. Yeah, man. And Will Lynch coming right back at us uh, with a $5 Super Chat saying, DAZN is the only real payday for heavyweight. I know money isn't everything, but I wouldn't turn down millions to fight Joshua. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that we don't know how much he was given and then what split of the pay-per-views. It did do 275 you know, mm -hmm. we, and we can't even divide those numbers. We can't even, I mean, obviously we can tell you 275, I think it's like, what? Let me just do it. The issue is we don't know what's Wilder's mandatory. We didn't know what he got paid officially. But 275,000 ain't bad if you were Tank Davis. You understand? Because you ain't getting over 5 mil. But, nah. uh, you know, 80 times 275 is 22 mil. You divide that by the two. So they made 11 million on that fight. I don't know. I, obviously, they ain't give Lewis his his seven that AJ was offering. You know? So I don't know. I don't know. what. I, I mean, there's also sponsorships, endorsements, ticket sales, concessions, all that greatness that, that factor in to the overall uh, revenue of a fight, but I don't know, man. You're right. Seven million is a hard pill to swallow if you don't take that money. But, man, catch me right here at 7 p.m. Eastern. But don't forget Ringside Reporter, Joe Habib, Eric Lauder. They go on at 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com forward slash The Ringside Reporter. Right after they're done at 7, we are live at 7 for our Sunday show where we review everything over the weekend, any sexy headlines, and we serve up that crow for anybody that might have picked Carlos Tackham. Uh, Maestro, oh, I got a caller, but you're free to join us at 7 if you want. Let me get to this caller before you give out your... Yeah, let's get to the caller, bro. Info. Aaron, what up? <clears throat> what up, man? What up, Maestro? You coming um, from Maestro okay. again? You coming yeah, from I... Maestro again? He makes you call in, huh? <laughs> nah, I came out... <laughs> Every time he gets in, he makes me call in, but I'm not going to come at him. I came at him a couple of days ago, and it's good. He has an opinion, and that's what it is. But, um, yeah, I think this is a great fight. I, you know, I still don't know how Joyce is, the, what, the second mandatory. I mean, the man has 13 fights on his resume. There's no reason why he would be the mandatory. And ESPN wrote an article um, 
saying that maybe AJ would have to drop the WBO belt if he beats Usyk if he wants to go in a fight with Wilder Fury. So I know it's at least a year that the WBO mandatory would have to be fulfilled uh, after AJ beats Usyk. But bottom line is, if AJ beats Usyk, we want to see the undisputed against Fury or Wilder. That means Joyce has no one to fight. Ortiz has no one to fight. I think they just fight. It's a good fight. Um, and I think Ortiz goes to the UK and takes that fight. And I think it's a win-win for both I fighters. Mean, Joyce could fight. And uh, we see White. what happens afterwards. Joyce could fight Dillian White. I, I don't see White taking that, though. They already said White's coming to America. Yeah, but to that fight was a an other... eliminator. That was a WBC eliminator. And it was for the WBO Intercontinental or some weird shit. Yeah, so, he was rocking that, that do you silver. Think Hearn, do, do, you, do you think Hearn... Yeah, but it's not about it's not about her. And what if the WBC orders the fight with Dillian? Dillian deny uh, doesn't can't the, the Matchroom can't negotiate with Frank Warren, who who Joyce is with. It's purse bid time, Daddy. Purse bid. Time to go. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I mean it's possible. I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to be mad at it. It's possible. I mean, again, I think the UK is two leagues. You know, the UK has kept away from Ortiz. I mean, it's all, look, I mean they're talking about Parker Chisora too. I mean, what? I could see Parker Joyce. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's in the. But I'm saying I would see I would see Parker Joyce. I would see White against Joyce. But I would rather see Parker against Ortiz or Joyce against Ortiz too. I mean, I we mean, gotta get these fighters to fight. We didn't get Chisora you know? Joyce. Let's do Chisora <laughs> Joyce. I mean, I'm sure Chisora is probably a little bit more confident now that he's seen Tackham landing on them damn shots. Chisora is done. I mean, he's done. I know how to call him the gatekeeper because everyone keeps on calling through the gate. You know, so look, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, maybe Chisora, but come on. I would rather see Parker or White or Ortiz would be against Joyce. And I think those would be good fights. So, whatever happens, happens. Either way, I'm happy. But that's my call. All right. Great call, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you want to call in, you know the number to do so. one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People Outline. Don't forget, you could also add Nestor Gibbs on Skype. We got another super chat here from... Uh, Texas made the realest. He says, how do you like coffee versus Washington? I got coffee by KO. Me too, man. Coffee is my guy, guy. So, yeah, man. Um, there's just no time to go see him. I mean, he's probably already in Jersey. It's the 25th. That fight is this Saturday. I've got a question for you, Ness. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of uh, U.S. heavyweights, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's a guy that has the same title as Tank Davis. You know, he's a WBA champion. I'm talking about Trevor Bryant. Mm -hmm. Where does he fit in the mix? I mean, he's he's not in the mix, man. Unfortunately, with Trevor, he's with Don King, man. He, you know, I mean, he just had that fight with Bermaine Stavern off TV. And that, I mean, when was the last time that he fought before that? You know what I mean? And that was some weird, I mean, I don't know if you followed the, 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 the headline. Oh. To be the, the build up to it with uh, with Emmanuel Char and how he got put up. in recess and the big thing going back and forth. Shout out to Boxing Squared. He did a great breakdown of that one. Look at that. It was it had been four, three years since Bryant had fought, and he's been the regular champ for that long. Mind you, somehow he was the regular champ all that time, but the the the, the fight with Stavern was for the vacant belt that he allegedly already. Like yo, I, he was, I don't think he was the regular. I think he was the interim, and we're getting into the weeds here with the yeah. way the WBA operates. Yeah. But uh, he was the interim. Manuel Char was the regular, and he was supposed to fight That's him. That's right. They stripped Char, stripped Char, right. and put him in the recess, kind of like they did with Pac-Man. And no, but my question is: is like, look, regardless of what, these little trinkets are valuable no, man, to fight with. He's not in the mix, though, uh, Maestro. Like, if you look. Before Bermain, he fought a cruiserweight in BJ Flores. And before that, you know, he had like a fight in DR and, 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 and two fights with two dudes who had only two wins. Like, he's Christopher Lovejoy territory. Like, he's not real. You know what I'm, I'm not saying? saying it, I'm not trying to, trying to cap here and say that he's like a legit heavyweight champion or contender. What I'm asking. Now, we got better American heavyweights, man. We got, we got, we got Dakari. Jared Big Baby Anderson being, I mean, being yeah, 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 but he's already hot You know what I'm saying? We got Dakari, Mack, Chuck Scott We got Derek Stalin We got Mike Coffey You know, like you said, Jared I, Anderson well, I mean, Bri I Brian got a show Brian got a show What I'm asking us is 
whether or not that title that he holds is something that a UK fighter. Yeah, Dillian like, White. You know, know Dillian White wants that. He already mentioned his name. You know he wants that. Would would want to fight for in the United States, and you could throw Joy Joyce into that combo too. Well, listen, you could throw you could throw Daniel Dubois in there because he's supposed to fight Daniel Dubois. The truth is, Dillian White beats Trevor Bryant. He makes that belt more popular. Right now, no one, absolutely no one, no one cared about that belt when Manuel Char had it. No one cares about it when Trevor Bryant has it uh, because we all recognize AJ as the universal super champion. We we don't care who's under him. But if Dillian White gets it, his personality, he will make that belt significant. Matchroom is behind him. Sky Sports used to be behind him. Now it's going to be DAZN UK. They'll be behind them in terms of pay-per-views or rather, should I say, UK subscriptions. I think they can you know, make a UK pay-per-view uh, with, with Dillian White's coming to America versus Brian and, and sell it back home. And then he becomes the WBA champion. And he's like, I'm I'm mandatory to Wilder and Fury. I'm mandatory to AJ. I mean, he's got the personality. He knows how to drive the machine. So he's the right person to take that belt and make it believable and real. Yeah, yeah and, and the other UK... Um fighter lined up for that Joyce title. Do that. No, I'm just saying Daniel Dubois is lined up for it because he's the he, interim he in the WBA. He can't do it either. It, it has to be a Dillian White sort of personality, someone that's outspoken, Keith Thurman-like, Sean Porter. like, And Sean Porter, eh, you know, he's getting there. He got the podcast, but eh, Keith Thurman-like, Dillian White-like, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, those are the polarizing figures that can take, uh, you know... Regular so like a belt. so like a Roli uh, Romero type, a guy who's carrying that title yes. and is making waves for himself with his mouth. Yes, yes. You see, people want to see him lose. Exactly. That's the type of dude that you need with that belt. But um, looks like we got from my roller mental Rolodex. That must be Jonathan in Ohio. What up? No, this uh, this Rob, North Carolina. Oh shit, Rob, my bad. What's going on? Fucked up. What's going on? Chilling. That's all right. I don't really like that fight for uh, Ortiz. I, I would rather see Ortiz, like you say, I'd rather see him wait on that Andy Ruiz fight. Wait? If it's in the making. If it's there, but yes. not wait, man. Nah, he getting old to be waiting. Yeah, but I mean, to me, what does that prove he beats George George? What does it, where does that position him for a title? It puts him in saying? perfect position. By his age. Listen, WBO, listen. WBO right puts, behind. Um, yeah, he's in he's in line to fight for the WBO, and then he's also in line to be the mandatory. That was for an eliminator yesterday. So he's he's do he's the second mandatory for the WBC title. He's already in line. So Luis Ortiz, who's not in line, can get in line by beating a Joe Joyce. Okay, okay, that makes sense then. That makes sense then. Because I, I was thinking, you know, for Ortiz, he only needs to take fights that's going to really put him right there at the title contention because I don't want him taking any steps back because I think he don't have many years left. So everything he does has to be clearly focused on winning the title. Fights that he gets in has to be clearly for him to get to the title. I agree 100%. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, you 42 years old, at this point, if you're still in the game, you should be trying to get a title, at least a title shot, and then get up out of the game. That's crazy. That's the only 42-year-old right. we know that we consider this dangerous. Like, any other 42-year-old, we'd be like, man, he 42, man. He might get old tonight. Like, nobody's saying that about Ortiz. Hilarious. All right, I'm enjoying the show, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. What, what was All right, uh, one more thing. Rod, one more Rod in North Carolina. Yeah, one more quick thing. I listen to your show, Nish. You know, I'm all, I've been listening for a long time. I don't know how long you got me on the, how long it says I've been on your call list, but I've been calling on the show and listening to the show for a long time. And I like your, I like your brother's perspective that's on with you now. Um, some things I agree with what he's saying, some things I don't. But I would like for the community, especially African-American men, let's not um, criticize too deeply, you know what I'm saying, and where you get personal with the other, you know, your other black man. You know what I'm saying? I don't like when other black callers do that. You know, if I don't agree with you, I'm going to agree to disagree, but I'm not going to crucify you because you don't have the same viewpoint as I do. 
you know, and that's just my little two cent on that. I don't want to get off topic, you know, but uh, I enjoy both perspectives. Thank I you. appreciate that, fam. Thank you to you. Thank you, Rod, in North Carolina. We got a super chat, Count Drago, two bucks, White versus Ortiz, both ranked in the WBC. It sells. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. They might do White versus Joyce because Joyce just fought a final, uh, not a final, but he fought a WBC eliminator. And that's the thing. They could also do Ortiz-Joyce for a final eliminator to be the second mandatory, the way that Devin had two mandatories in Ryan and Javier Fortuna. So, a lot can happen. We got Mr. PBC in Seattle, Washington. Got all caught. Mr. PBC, baby. Boxingwords.com. From the flyers. Canelo talking about he believed he could win. Go to my kitchen. Get the sharpest knife. Cut the bullshit out. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PBC, baby. Yo, 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 what it do? What up? Uh, it's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful day in the PBC neighborhood, man. Um, everything's looking good. Um, the hood's looking good. The check's looking good. Devin Haney needs to come over here. Buzz already over here. Um, Canelo's over here for one fight, though. But he might stay. You know, we got some good horchata and some tacos. But, um... I like this Loris Ortiz versus um, Joe Joyce talk. I've been liked it when it was uh, supposed to happen. Actually, it was supposed to happen back in the day, I think. Um, I like this mix up with the lower heavyweight division, the the B class fighters. Dealing with White Andy, Lewis, um, Lewis Ortiz, and Joe Joyce. Let's go. 2021 PBC. That's my call. All right. All right. One thing I will say about the PBC that I've always liked about them is that they do give these uh, black Cuban brothers opportunities and shots in a way that I have not really been seeing it for them with guys like, especially top rank. I mean, Rigo was, you know, what they did to him at, at top rank was promotional malpractice. Uh, and Ugas has gotten great opportunities with the PBC. And he said as much, thanking Al Heyman for the fact that he's made a good living for himself. And Luis Ortiz has had a couple good shots too. So you got to give up the 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 you got to give it up to the PBC for giving my brothers from the Caribbean uh, these good opportunities. Absolutely, man. Uh, they've definitely that's, that's what I'm saying with with with, with Luis is like, do you really? Say, nah, Al, I want this Joyce fight when he like, yo, I got a plan for you. And that's what I'm saying. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I always put myself in that predicament. And in their shoes, I'm coming from the inner city. It's going to be hard for me to tell someone that, that made me a multi-millionaire, no. I'm, I'm going to feel, bro, I got a mentor right now. And I just be like feeling like, man, I'm not doing enough because the, the 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 mentorship is invaluable. You understand? So imagine you making me a millionaire. I'm gonna feel in debt to you. And that's probably what is going on. You know what I'm saying? Ken Stone, super chat, one nine nine says, shout out team USA, two and O so far. Keyshawn looking slick. Yeah, I saw his fight. I DVR'd it and um yeah, the Olympic tournament's pretty good. And for those of you that don't know, they even have professionals fighting in it. Mm. And it's no headgear. So um Yeah, Keyshawn's a professional. Yep. Yep, yep. But that is everybody. Nest GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to catch us at 7 p.m. Eastern time for our normal flagship uh Sunday edition. Maestro, let them know where they can find you. And thank you once again for coming on. No, absolutely. Well, you know, as much as I can, you'll be able to find me here with my brother Ness on the Boxing Voice. And I go live on my channel with my brother Kenny T from here in New York City every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on my channel. Uh, the show's called Mano a Mano. We do it live. We take callers and uh, we get into the nitty gritty of the sport of boxing. Uh, so check me out, Maestro A Boxing. That's my YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com slash maestro a boxing 
you know, I just started putting up content in March, a uh, little bit at a time. You know, I used to be on another channel before. Now I'm doing my own thing. I'm growing steadily thanks to support from guys like Ness, G Funky, D Style Boxing, uh, my man D from Speaking Mind Sports Talk, my brother H Money, uh, Ring IQ, many others. So I'm going to keep at it and uh, come and join us on our on my channel if you can. Uh, subscribe, hit the like button, share all that good stuff. Want to wish everyone out there, everyone in the chat, all of the members of the Boxing Voice family a great and happy Sunday. Make sure you check out Ringside Reporter, 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. Make sure you're back here on this channel, 8 p.m., sorry, 7 p.m. Eastern for more great analysis and boxing talk from my brother, Nestor. Nestor. Yeah, man, I might have Bo from uh, threekingsboxing.com on. Uh, hopefully he's available. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you at 7 p.m. Peace.